entertain possibilities that are readily at hand. It doesn't have to be produced, or acquired, or attained, or achieved, but readily at hand. Yeah. If you could just see things a different way, which you can. Yeah. It's not like a giant uh, task. It's just a simple invitation, and maybe uh, hearing it, you'll stop looking for what's looking. Yeah. You'll realize you are already the attained goal, so to speak. Yeah. 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 So. The dilemma here is the because of um, yeah, we'll start in a minute. How what it, what happened with me is you you usually go to a meeting and uh, in this topic and then someone tries to describe the indescribable, right? Like all we are is consciousness or whatever, love or emptiness and whatever. But it's indescribable. So really the describing of it is a mistake in my view. Yeah? But you can describe what you're not. Which if you're identified as that, it's important it's valuable. Yeah? Because maybe just maybe the uh, the lion is already a lion. It's just wearing sheep clothing, so to speak. Yeah? So a lot of people, a lot of sheep come to the meeting and they think there's a sheep in front of the meeting. And this sheep goes, hey, you're a lion. It was the first video we ever did at Jean-Claude's apartment. You're a lion. And then you would think, being a lion, that would be it. Yeah, it's simple. You know, I mean, uh, what's not needed to be corrected is very quickly correctable. Yeah, you are a lion already. <laughs> so, the, this, it's not a giant, uh, heroic, Herculean task for the sheep to become a lion. It's, you're a lion, and maybe if you see that you're not the sheep, you'll find out you're a lion, instead of trying to find out you're a lion as the sheep, yes? You see it? It's a very simple little boo-boo, but it, it produces a shadow that follows everything else. So, the message I really did, I was innocently thought it would be, you know, my job, I believed even then that I was going to become obsolete really fast, you know what I mean? So, hey, you're a lion, yeah? I have a sense I'm a lion, you're a lion, and that's it, pretty simple, quick communication, because he is a lion, not he is a lion, there's lion, yeah? But then what I noticed, pointing out to a lion that it's a lion, what's hearing it is the sheep programming, yeah? So, Oh, so this is why when you hear a description of what you're not, what you are, it doesn't really work to trigger what you are. <laughs> you would think that if you were consciousness and you heard a description of consciousness, you would get, you'd be familiar with it. You'd go, wow, I'm consciousness. Yeah, yeah it's, it would make sense. If I'm consciousness and then someone gives me a real good description of consciousness, it would trigger, hey, I'm that. Yeah. So what's why isn't why that direct that direct route that you're a lion and you're a lion doesn't work? Why? Because there's an obscuring event going on, which is the lion, in a sense, is seemingly it's appearing to the lion that it's identified as a sheep. It's not appearing to a lion that's identified as a sheep. It's appearing to the uh, the lion. It's a sheep. It doesn't see the identification, the act. It sees the product on the sheep. So now the lion gets seemingly displaced and the lion starts at being a sheep. And everything it hears and perceives and studies goes to the sheep programming. So when it hears descriptions of a lion, you would think that if you got really clear in describing a lion like a three inch fucking claws, whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a super microscopic take on the lion, that it would, that would work, but it doesn't work, because the sheep stubbornness just keeps claiming to be what's hearing about being a lion. So all the descriptions of a lion get thwarted by the programming of the sheep. 
And I don't think the more and more descriptions you get of being a lion, that it's going to work. It actually gets more obscuring, because now the sheep is walking around with concepts. It should be a lion. It ain't a lion. It's a really fucking bad lion. Whatever it is. So now the message of the lion isn't producing a traveling lighter. It's adding to the weight of quote unquote being a sheep because it's bad enough to be a sheep but to have the possibility I could be a lion thrown in the mix it's I'd rather not hear it you know I mean just give me some sheep some sheep ceilings I can grow to you know what I mean like maybe not be the sweater this year or you know I mean let's not shoot for these impossible goals so please don't lay it on me you know so I found that doesn't work the more you describe the lion to the lion being identified as a sheep, it reinforces the sheep, not the lion, you see. The information of lionness claimed by the sheep reinforces the sheepness. And so you don't want to don't have to believe me, you know, I'm a person who comes late and <laughs> don't even <laughs> just barely keeps it together really really barely keeps it together so but let's hear Ramana Maharshi famous master and uh, if you read people you know people that have been with him wrote a lot of, about his teaching because they're pretty sound and you know pretty clear and simple a lot of it and he talked to the person in a lot of ways so he would talk about surrender if you're feeling like you're overwhelmed here and you just can't have the equipment to live a life day at a time, surrender is the key for you. Yeah? Picture yourself, what you really are, as a higher power and then surrender your will and life over to that and thy will is done. You know, live that way. That will work better than knowledge and trying to figure out what's going on. You just don't have that tendency, so just do that way. But then, for other people that it's to look at what's happening. In other words, let's look at the sheepness from the lion instead of looking at the lion from the sheepness. So he goes, he used the question, who am I? But then he also said a beautiful statement. He says, what's, what's the building, what's the platform of this whole obscuring is there's a presupposing. Yeah? So the mental state is supposing something that isn't so, really. Yeah? So, but when it supposes it, it's historically supposed also. So what isn't so now it has, is held as being so for 50 years, yeah? So it has time on its side. So I was Paul, I'm gonna be Paul, therefore I am Paul, yes? So the presupposing of a non-existent thing. Uh, well, let's say if life wasn't moving through this body, this body would be seen as a non-existing thing, right? You would see the thing, but it wasn't animated. Yeah, it would be non-existing thing. So there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. Well, my feeling is what's being presupposed that the non-existent thing exists. Yeah. So that the spirit or whatever's animating the thing, yeah, is now being identified as the thing itself. So there's a mix-up. Yeah. So the spirit or consciousness is being identified as the thing. This is the this is the essence of duality called dualism, yeah, subject objectness, yeah. So there's the subjectness of that which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, that which is experiencing everything, which isn't a there isn't a thing seeing or feeling. You, you believe it, the eye is seeing, but it isn't. It's facilitating seeing. Yeah, consciousness or awakeness or whatever you want to call it, onness is expressing itself through these five gates that we all are saddled with. Some people lose, let's say they go blind, so the other gates get emphasized. Yeah, like their hearing gets better and shit like that. So there's these five gates. So you would say that's subjectiveness, yeah? That's what's experiencing, yeah? And it's going through the body. So let's say the presupposing of the non-existent thing, in other words, making a mistake and believing the animation is the thing. Yeah? In other words, the thing is animating itself. The thing is what's conscious, instead of consciousness moving through a thing. So it's sort of like light moving through the camera. From the camera's point of view, it thinks it's the source of light. 
The camera thinks it's taking all the pictures and everything like that, yeah? But it isn't. It's facilitating pictures being taken, but it isn't the picture taker in a way. That's what's seeing through the camera, yeah? Just like the telescope facilitates you seeing stars closer, but the telescopes aren't seeing the stars. You are, yeah? You look through it, you see the stars. The telescope doesn't see a damn thing. It facilitates it. Yes, yeah. All right, so the non-existent thing mistaken to be the existing non-thing, yeah? So consciousness gets sort of wedded with, by the mental state. You don't have it even when you're a baby. You know, the brain develops and it makes this little logical misstep. It senses the onness and it, it attributes it to the body, yeah? So now the body, the object, is the subject. So when, when, when you listen to your head, when the head says, I'm seeing, the eye that's seeing is a body. Usually you're pictured as a thing, yeah? When you remember it in the past, you remember it as a thing, and you're worrying about a thing in the future, yeah? So the mental state's basis is you're a thing, or let's say in this little example, that you're a sheep. And so that sheep is a very stubborn programming, so, and I've seen it, no matter how beautiful you describe the lion to the sheep that is a lion, the lion doesn't get it. The sheep gets it. <laughs> and so the sheep sets out on a course to try to become like a lion, which is very hard for the sheep because it, in one camp, it's totally based on reinforcing idea of the sheep, and then there's a little segment thinks it can become free from that, but as the sheep, yeah? So you're in, you're in conflict in your little pursuit because most of you is a sheep, I am that I am a sheep. And then your little mental idea, oh, I could be a lion, ain't probably gonna go far, really. You may get the right garb, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> you know, live in a room with pictures of lions, and, you know, lions are lions, she lion, whatever doing all that, but all that's going to be reinforcing the sheepness, really. And so the sheep, based on the framing, it can't think any other way. It can only entertain being free or being a becoming a lion, because the sheepness can't be eradicated by the sheepness, yeah? So the system can't get out of the system, so when it thinks about lion, it says, I can become a lion. That's not the message that this here often, yeah. The often is, you're a lion, but I realize that mess, that doesn't get in. Like one day shipping, somehow it gets lost in transit. <laughs> you're a lion. <laughs> and because you are a lion, it should be a pretty direct communication, but it doesn't work because there's an obscuration. And the only thing that could obscure, yes, the nature of a lion to a lion is the lion, yeah. So the lion is obscuring its own nature by being identified as the sheep. So everything, so I found it doesn't work to keep describing past lions and future lions <laughs> and present lions to the lion, a.k.a. the sheep, because the sheep will be the one that's getting the message seemingly and then basing its whole progress or move from there, and I think that's erroneous, just do. So, not that I think it, I've seen it. I've seen it in my own life, and I saw it in enough meetings such as this, where people, you know, they want to get it, they want to get the message, but obviously f for them to get it, they'd have to be something other than it. So they're wanting to get the message is reinforcing the sheep that doesn't have the message. The message is just informing a fact. It's saying you're a lion. It's not like you're going to get your lion. You are a lion. <laughs> the only thing that could get that it's a lion is a sheep. Yeah? The sheep could, hey, I, if I work hard enough, I'll get him a lion as a sheep. Yeah? And so people go to 500 meetings and they're fucking really pissed, furious in a sense. But the sheep is a herd animal. It has a lot of social conditioning, so it's not ripping the fucking teacher's throat out. I've spent $80,000 on these fucking retreats. And all, and, you know, you're not a sheep. You're not a sheep. But it keeps, I keep seeming to be a sheep. Isn't there, uh, perhaps there's a different way. 
Yeah, so let's try to describe to the lion that's there what it is to be a sheep so that the lion can see, hey, yeah, that sounds just like me. And then the next step is, and I'm not that me. So now the lion knows the greatest way to proceed to being a lion is no way because it's a lion. Yes. If it was anything else, there would be a process to get from where it is to that where it is. But in fact, it is that. Yeah, so we are that which we're looking for. So a path isn't going to work. It's going to reinforce what, things, what is being thought of as looking. Yeah? So the sheep will get reinforced by any path to arrive at the line, if you're a line. Now that's the, pre, that's the big assumption that I feel is a fact of non-duality. Non-duality's whole premise is based on basically you are what you're looking for already with not any requirements or conditions to meet, no more purifying, you're basically that which you're looking for. Now, if you don't believe that, then you're at the wrong store. Because non-duality turned into something else won't work. You can't practice non-duality. <laughs> I try it, you can't. <laughs> How can I practice being here if I'm already being here. It's sort of redundant, yeah? So, so it's a fact. So if you're ready to hear it and you're ready to see, hey, it seems like, like Ramana Maharshi, again, said a great statement. He says, the greatest mystery that he noticed here was reality wanting to attain reality. What an incredible mystery. It's unbelievable how that could happen, obviously. So, why would, what conditions would have to be in place for reality to want to attain itself? Obviously, it must be taking itself to be something else, yeah? So now it, it's left with images and concepts of what it is, and it's entertaining those concepts and projecting those concepts from what it's not. So reality has to be in the act of being identified as something other than itself to want to attain reality. No, yes, obviously. <laughs> if you assume there was no oatly oat milk for your latte this morning, I would fucking drive down the Whole Foods. I wouldn't, definitely, because I don't like you know latte with anything else. Not a lot of milk, just open. Yeah, I'm just an advertisement for them. Yeah, but as soon as I realize I've had Oatly in the refrigerator, I'm not driving down the Whole Foods. My urge to drive down the Whole Foods was based on the, an assumption that I had no Oatly, but I have Oatly, so forget the drive. Yeah, even though I like looking, you know, I like my car. I have the outfit on already. I'm hoping some day will see me in Whole Foods. You know, whatever it is, there's a lot of other agendas that will, you know, like hitch a ride on that agenda. But the basic premise has been, the rug has been taken out from underneath you. Now you may go under the pretense, oh, I'm going to go buy Oatly, but now you see the real agenda was to be noticed. And, uh, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not that either. That's the good news. So you take the big, the big thing out. Hey, I have Oakley. Right, chill out. <laughs> I have coffee security, so to speak. Ah, now I know I can do a lot of things for a couple hours. I don't have to wait get to Oakley. I can chill out and see. Maybe I'll have it later. Maybe I'll have it now. Maybe I'll have it you too. Who knows? But you see, so the presupposing of the non-existent thing being existing, yeah? And then wanting, see it's linear, it's only in dreaming and time, yeah? We see time as linear in the dreaming. So the linear is, all right, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing being existing. That existence seems not so bearable at times. It's irritable, restless, discontent. Hey, she, what the fuck is going on, you know? So it wants salvation from what it calls this place, let's say for itself yeah and so it tries to do it many ways spirituality is one way but there's a lot of ways it tries to get out of itself as itself 
Yeah, which is impossible if you're not that self. Yeah. So there's the presupposed non-existent thing being existed. Now it's faced with the situations. It starts looking for some relief. And it said, so you can call it salvation, which would be what? The ultimate relief. Where it would be, I would be relieved of it forever. I mean, it's a fucking good name, man. So salvation. Basically, maybe if you, you know, whatever, you took a, you had a good bowel movement or something in the morning. But no, you're shooting for the biggest. I want yeah. complete relief, salvation, <laughs> all right? So he says, if that's the case, just follow it. Your spiritual practices themselves, which you believe, I would imagine, are leading you to this salvation, yeah, are actually reinforcing the non-existent thing. What? Yeah, this is the root awakening. Wait a minute. You mean all my efforts to get out of me is reinforcing the me I want to get out of? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the shoe. If it fits, wear it. It fit me. Yeah. Never came off. I don't see how any way around it. Yeah. If any one of my movements is the obscuring of everything, I better fucking just uh, admit that and see what happens. Yeah. So it's trippy. Want to get salvation for it, but that thing I want to get out of is being reinforced by my wanting to get out of it. Wow, how is this going to work? You know, so how am I going to, but the relief is still needed, yeah? This is where non-duality can be twisted into a weird philosophical pretzel that leaves people really bummed out, but they don't think they're a person. Oh, it's terrible, man, what's happening. I mean, people need to get some relief, but they, there's no one who needs relief, you know, fuck, it's like, there's no one, you know, they haven't taken a shit for 10 days, there's no one that needs to take a shit, yeah, you need to take a shit, yeah, it's some constipation has built up, it's gonna blow, and I can't stand talking to you anymore, when every time I say, I am me, ah, got you, that was a personal pronoun, I said, give me a fucking break, you know? There's no wedding here of non-duality and you. No. No way. No way. There's a recognizing you're not this, and then this can be left alone being this. Yeah? Yeah. And everything doesn't weigh on what this is doing. And this isn't the main crucible of every equation. And this could be the greatest obscuring or the greatest... No, it's just a utilitarian event. Yeah? It allows your experiences to happen. You go places, you do this, you do that. Yes? Yeah, it's not a chariot of the gods. It isn't. It's Jesus. There's none of these parked in that parking lot of heaven. There's no a 52 Toyota pickup isn't up there. All right, so faced with this quandary, all right, I still want to get out of self. Now I have to go, hey, wait a minute. Am I that self that wants to get out of self? If I'm not, maybe you'll lose interest in the wanting to get out of it. And you see the losing interest in wanting to get out of it is the form of being in it. Yeah. So when you lose interest in you escaping, there's the escape in a sense. It's so beautiful, really. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you lose interest in that that wants to get out of self, you'll find that you're not in self. Not by escaping, but by, never, by realizing the great wisdom of no escape, you can't escape from an imaginary condition. Remember why Brahmana said it's based on a non-existent thing. So if, if my freedom is based on the disappearance of a non-existent thing, well, you're inherently free because it's non-existing. <laughs> the thing that you feel can obscure you from everything doesn't exist, yeah? This is the beauty of it. This is the beauty of the message. The message is... is oh. What happened? Just stop. Yeah, it's probably from scam likely.
It's the person who calls me the most. Scam likely. He has a lot of houses, different phone numbers, calling me from Deer Park, Ontario, and scam likely. What I do is I never say anything, and then it takes, I think it's triggered by voice recognition, so I answer the phone. Don't say anything, nothing happens. <laughs> See, but as soon as I say something, scam likely appears. It's very much like this message. It is, really. Yeah. As soon as there's, oh, I want to get it, you fucking appear. Yeah? yeah? You become scam likely. <laughs> You're a likely scam. Yeah. You see it? It's me saying something that triggers the whole fucking thing. If I don't say anything, it doesn't trigger. Now realize something's going to trigger it, but maybe it's not you. So the triggering can go on, yet there's no triggering. Yeah? If you're removed from it, because what most people see is, I'm the trigger of everything, so they try to be the not trigger of everything. That doesn't, hasn't worked. So step back even farther and say, I'm not that which is triggering it. Yeah? I'm not. Now the triggering will continue, but you'll find a lot of open space around it, because you, whatever you are, won't be put in, pulled into it, yeah? It'll be like a mechanism that doesn't have the personal lubricant without your interest and attention, yeah? It just mechanizes, so every time something arises, it says it arose to me, yeah? Every time they're seeing, it says I'm the seer. It's just, it's just a habit, you know, mental habit. Why do you have to be so beholden to it, yeah? And it doesn't need, try to change it and you reinforce it. <clears throat> Yeah, you do. Try to have good thoughts, you'll be more apparently aware of bad thoughts. Yeah, you don't realize you're not like the, the person who's dealing 21 is dominating the game, you know what I mean? You're like the, the dealer in this is dominating the game. You always pull 11 or whatever, 18 or whatever. So, So you are that which is looking, but you can't use it to look for itself. You can, you've been doing it forever, but it's not going to go anywhere, yeah? And so there's a great master, one of my favorite lines lately, Hawaiian pose, just says, hey, whatever can be perceived, which is an event right now, yeah? You're seeing this, yes, I'm seeing that, yeah? So he goes, whatever can be perceived, whatever, cannot be perceived. So that immediately contradicts the whole basis of the narrative up here. Because the narrative says that which is perceiving is this, doesn't it? It says, I'm the one who's conscious, meaning the I as a body. So, so Huang Po just tries to save us a huge amount of time. Whatever can be perceiving cannot be, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yeah? So that's being perceived. And then in that narrative, you believe that which is being perceived is what's perceiving. It's erroneous. And he says, you can, all this kind of stuff, he says, you can use, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Why would he say that to anyone other than the Buddha? Why? Why would a master ruin people's lives by saying to Steve, when Steve is an independent, separate, long-lasting entity, Steve, and Steve's been practicing Buddha for 30 years, and then this authority figure comes in and just blows his whole story up. Steve, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So Steve goes, well, I've been using Buddhism to seek the Buddha, and then so now he's totally screwed, yeah? But the message wasn't to Steve, it's to the Buddha. Hawaiian Po is seeing the fact of what we are through the appearance of what we're not. And he was, he was talking to that fact not to the appearance. He wasn't talking to Steve, he was talking to the Buddha, and he was telling the Buddha, hey, you can't use yourself to find yourself. And then he said, light, you can't use light to find, it's a beautiful thing, because he doesn't stay at one, he goes to every possibility, Buddha, light, and mind, yeah? You can't use light to seek light, you can't use mind to seek mind, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, if you keep doing it, you can go on for eons and nothing's going to happen. Yeah? 
All right, that to me is like a shoe in the spiritual shoe store. If you fit, if it fits, wear it. Just see if that, have you seemingly, as you, been guilty of that behavior? Yes. I've been using the Buddha to seek the Buddha for many, many years. Yeah. And what did it bring about? Nothing. Literally. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> hey, give me a peak experience that lasts for eight years. I that would that I would see. But a peak experience that lasts for like half an hour. <laughs> that's pointless. It just it just makes it more irritating to be here. <laughs> With the possibility of not being here. <laughs> I would have been better if I never had a peak experience. <laughs> as this, I would have been. We, as this, would have been better if we never heard the word awakening or enlightenment. I mean, really. There's nothing worse to ruin your fucking weekend than a talk on enlightenment. <laughs> I can't enjoy the latte or the pastry. I should be busy. You know what I mean? It just ruins a whole lot of shit. We should just, let's just talk about what we're not. Yeah, let's describe what we're not. Let's study what we're not. You can study it. Yeah? Let's have an understanding of what we're not so that we can be clear I'm not that. Yeah, so the lion doesn't need a reminder that it's a lion. It needs a reminder it's not a sheep. And the sheeping will afford you that fucking message all day because the sheeping will continue completely. And so by seeing what you're not, you get a sense of what you are. So the sheeping is in full fucking gala review all day. And you're not that. Yeah, it's beautiful. So now the lion gets reminded it's a lion by seeing it's not a sheep all day. Simple as that. <laughs> Does the sheep disappear? No. Did the sheep ever appear? No. I don't know what happens. I do know that the life of a sheep is quite limited, maybe 80, 90 years. Yeah? <laughs> this, the, sheep, the sheepness is going to end, and you can have moments when it ends now, and yet something continues. Well, you're that which continues. Yeah. When all the finite stuff that appears to disappear comes and goes, you're there. You're like the screen that's hosted all the movies. Yeah. You're the screen. All the different kinds of movies. None of those. None of those kinds of movies, like a melodramatic movie, did not make it a melodramatic screen. Did it? War movie didn't make it a war screen. Yes. Sex movie, I wish it would have made a sex movie. Yeah. So basically the screen has its inherent nature, which isn't affected by what's appearing on it. Yes, or in it, or yeah. Why not have a little of that today? Have influence. Yeah. To me, I call it traveling lighter. It's not something you arrive at or achieve, it's something you observe over the years. By entertaining these ideas, I've observed that I've traveled lighter as this, which really would love to travel lighter. Yeah? But provokes more heaviness when it does. Once, yeah? It's wanting to travel lighter as part of the heaviness. So now I've been traveling lighter, and I'm clear that many people who've come over the years are traveling lighter. And really, what more do you want? We never promised anything here. We never did. We didn't have a private audience with the chosen nothing. None of that. We've just offered an invitation and we support that invitation by sharing. Yeah. And I'm open to have new direction, but nothing gives me any new direction. It just stays at this point because I really humbly feel if you don't see this, you're going to be looking from the effects. Yeah. So you're going to be looking from the sheep. If you don't see the building of the sheep, you'll be looking from the sheep. And from the sheep, to get out of that as the sheep is the fucking frustration of all frustrations here. Uh, addicts run into it all the time. Like I was a drug addict, I wasn't, but there was drug addiction. And, uh, you know, first of hallucin hallucinogens, which were cool, 
very educational. But then the deep mental grooves of this event just led me to narcotics. So I started shooting cocaine mostly. I didn't like heroin much. You know. But cocaine I liked because I, it gave me a rush and it took me out of everything, I thought. And I was hoping that I could use cocaine, really, to the point, because I was willing to have controlled overdoses, really. Because I felt if I pushed the body to the extreme point when I was just going to die, I would be free from self, at least for a second, you know? I would see things as they really were. I was mistaken, but I was a zealot. I tried quite a lot. And uh, I realized in hindsight that the main aberration of the programming we're living under, let's call it sheep-centered or self-centered, is this constant drive to get out of self, but as the self, yeah? So it will keep trying, and when it fails, it will back up and just get onto another vehicle and try the same thing. So, yeah, when first, when I was young, was reading fantasy and science fiction and Edgar Allan Poe, then drugs and alcohol, then spirituality, then that failed back to drugs and alcohol, yes? Then maybe it'll be yoga or something. So there's constantly, constantly, but the system can't get around that programming. It just, it just glitches. It just keeps trying to get out of itself as itself. And the message here is, the way you have the sense of being out of it is by realizing you were never in it. That's where the relief is. The relief is before the bondage. It's not a result of getting out of the bondage, it's before the bondage, yeah? The bondage and your relief that comes from getting out of the bondage is a pair. That's duality, yes? The bondage before doesn't have a matching pair, it's just free. Not free from anything, just that, yeah? So you realize how you got out of what you really wanted to get out of was by realizing you weren't in that which wanted to get out of itself. That's it. Yeah. So it's sort of like it keeps trying to bounce over the wall on the trampoline, but you took a lot of the springs out of the trampoline. It's just, you know what I mean? It keeps trying, but it can't get much. You know what I mean? And then it has this little corner. You know, I wish I could do something else, that part of the yard, but no. But at least it's not freaking burning down houses or going on seven continental spiritual journeys. You know? It's just sort of chilling out, mind can rest and entertain serenity and no peace. And yes, realize, uh, you know, you never get gypped. If you don't believe you could be out of the moment, one of the th qualities of that is you never get gypped. You're always here. Yeah. It's the head that tells you, you there's a possibility you could be not here. That's impossible. Without us, there's no moment. So we're not, the moment isn't like a little, you know, like cottage that you can go in and out of. I'm in the moment, out of the moment, in the moment. No. It's where it. Yeah. Where it? So let's get clear. You can't be out of any moment ever. Uh, let's be clear that if you do all this activity to arrive at the other shore in spirituality, awakening, whatever, you arrive. What happens when you arrive at the other shore? You realize on having never left. So that other shore, you are already there. Yeah. So why not save some fucking travel expenses? Just realize. Wherever you are is the other shore. <laughs> if not, the other shore is going to look just like the other shore. Because <laughs> you'll be on both of them. <laughs> you don't realize you're, you're the shore you're trying to fucking leave. <laughs> don't come with me. Don't come to the other shore. It'll just be like Hoboken, New Jersey again. Stop. Stay. <laughs> no, I'm coming to the other shore. <laughs> so yeah, so you don't get out of what you can't be in, and you don't get in to what you can't be out of. Come on, nice correction, eh?
So I'm not trying to get into the moment. I can't be out of it. And I'm not trying to get out of self because I can't be in it. <laughs> it's impossible that you're a finite thing. <laughs> let's say you dreamt last night, dreaming. Uh, let's say the whole dreaming was like a five-second gulp of something, you know, like a gulp or whatever, a smoothie. And then you woke up and you realized, oh, that was dreaming. And then the next night you, you're dreaming for like, and you're in a 300-year epic. Of course, you're a prince or a princess. No, you're never a dog catcher or anything. So you're some noble person. And you were like, for me, I was eight Spanish women in South America or 300 years. So you, you wake up from that dream. How long did it take to wake up from both dreams? Yeah, exactly. It's time only matters in the dreaming of time. Yeah. When you wake up of a de dreaming of time, there's no, you don't have to wake up for three months for after a 300 year dream. Yes. There's no like quota or ratio. All right. I, I was in an epic, so I gotta, can't be working for a month. So only <laughs> come back. No, you just wake up and there you are. Yeah, because it only mattered in the dreaming, yes? It seemed like it was going so long, but as soon as it stops and you have something else to compare it to, like the awake dream, oh, fuck, you forget about it like that. Yeah? Come on, let's, let's realize time is part of this magical ingredient here. Yes? Yeah. So... Entertain the ideas. I have total faith in them. You know, I've, we've served, we've participated in serving tons of spiritual subpoenas. Yeah. I have faith in it because I've entertained it, you know. This, and it became here in this world of action figures, it became the last answer for this action figure, which is an amazing answer. This topic was very How important to me. For you, was it sudden, like the? I don't know. There was sudden, and then there wasn't sudden. I don't believe anything happened anyway. Really, how can that which has always happened happening happen? Really, you know, like Ramana says, it's always realized. So that's the realization: is that it's always realized. So what is that a realization? No. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't care. Really. One of the great benefits is you lose interest in the story of Paul. Yeah. So when people ask me how I'm doing, I may not have checked in for a few days. You know? <laughs> I'm like, sort of, wow, it's such a weird question. Because you'd have to, it's like trying to stop that, like a river, and take, a, and then, you know, make an assessment of yourself. <laughs> how am I as the Colorado River? You know, as soon as it stops, it loses its main essence, which is rivering. Yeah? yeah. So I think a lot of the effects have been a loss of interest in constant surveillance of the imaginary person. Yeah. And if I go out of bounds, people would tell me, but you know, I'm not burning down houses, I'm not planning any giant heist. Yeah, just pretty. Uh, <laughs> I don't need any security or surveillance. Or just grazing, free range alcoholic, running around, been freed, <laughs> been freed from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. <laughs> so, but this thing, you know, the last answer takes the need out of any other answer away, which is beautiful. Because I was driven by wanting to get out of me. I was. I demonstrated what you would call uh, effort. You know, went to different continents, sat in <coughs> monasteries and meditated for three weeks, losing 20-something pounds. So what I gave you was liquid, a weak soup at 10.30 in the morning. I mean, I was into it. I really felt I could get out of me as me. 
And I thought I did a pretty good job to recognize that it's impossible. Can't get out of an imaginary thing. So I had this one event once, I was, it was coming to me today, driving down here. I was at an eight day uh, therapeutic retreat where they would produce, they, they had a setting where they could produce cathodic events, you know, pretty regularly, every day, so to speak. So you'd be involved in this whole group. And then at one point, they, you'd leave and they'd bring all these mattresses in and they'd have some music. And then what was really cool, a lot of people which, who had done this process earlier, years of, you know, were just sitting around holding the space, which was very interesting to me. I ended up doing service there for two years. I was keen on that, holding the space thing. So I was there and I, one of these cathodic things happened and I was going through, you know, the anguish of being a Sikh or whatever. And I was kept chanting, I can never go get back. I can never get back. And you know, I was crying and uh, people who had like, a, who kept score on these things, I was having a very high level <laughs> cathodic event. They brought me out of the room first and they were like, yes, he's waking up, whatever. So I could, you know, I can never go back, I can never go back. Now in hindsight, I realized why I could never go back because I never left. <laughs> The faux spirituality is, I realize I can never go back, premised on an insane idea that I could leave. <laughs> so now the noble journey of going back appears, because that's the first step. <gasps> I can never get back, but I must try. <laughs> Instead, I realize I never left. <laughs> that's why I was chanting, I can never go back. <laughs> I never left. Anything ever. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Let these things stabilize. Yeah, please, get over this shit. You have all the information you need to realize that uh, you've been masquerading like a sheep. Come on, just fucking admit you're an emperor with no clothes. Yeah, just fucking let it hit you. And then you'll realize instead of being sheep centered, you'll be lion centered. Maybe, yeah. Your pursuits for certain things will change dramatically. You won't have to go out and set on a course, I'm gonna change my life. Your life will probably change in a lot of ways. Yeah, you'll lose interest in a lot of shit. You will, and the interest will be redistributed. And then uh, what this is really is an event of observation and expression. You'll see things expressing through here and you'll observe them. And you'll realize, Jesus, I'm sitting under the right tree by the fruit that it's bearing, yeah? So you're onto something and just keep entertaining. I mean, it's not even keep entertaining it, it's just there. And then we have these meetings every week to, uh, you know, like an ear, like a ear doctor, just checking out how you're hearing it. Because it, the system will definitely arise and claim to be the hearer of the message. You better get ready for it, because that's what it does, yeah? It's not like a, an objective statement. It's a mechanical fucking claiming. That's what it does. You get used to seeing through it. Yeah. Any questions? No? All right, great. If anyone's interested in books, we have books yeah, up here. Yeah. Oh, you have a question? <laughs> oh, you're too late. <laughs> Who is that I that identifies with this? 
Who is that? I yeah. I, I identify as her Because it may not be you. Correct. So it's a false image. Well, the thing that's set, that's stating that it's identified as a false image. So say that again. That, that that I that's presupposed to be saying it's in the act of identifying is the false image. The act of identifying is the verb. The false image is the I. That's why they don't go who is identifying. They ask who is that I. Yeah. Right, so who is who is that I? Well, find out. Sit there and ask it. Who is that I that it's identifying? Yeah, because obviously in the in language it was assumed to be you that was identifying, yes? But there's a part of me that knows that I'm not this voice. Yes, it does, there is. I'm not it's this not a part voice. of you. It's I, all of you. It, right, that I'm not this voice, I'm not really... It doesn't even matter if I'm talking right now. Yes. I have, I wish you weren't, but yes. <laughs> right. Uh, Correct? Yes, it doesn't. No. It has a meaning here. It does. See, this is a thing. You can't go uh, nihilistic on everything. It doesn't work. But it has a meaning now, but ultimately, yeah, of course not. It doesn't yeah. have a meaning. Yeah, yeah. But then where does this thing of the fear of death come up? Comes from the mental state. That which is, has never been alive is super afraid of death. And if because it exposes itself. It's so an exposing of it. It's been a masquerading as that which was living. It's been dead for a long time. So when you say that stop go grabbing something that... I never say stop anything. Well, what you were saying was if you tell that you're a lion, you're not going to get it because the sheep conditioning is there. Well, that's my, that's my observation, yes. But where it comes to this fear of death, so, give up that story and just be... Don't give up the story, just so you're not that which has the fear of death. We're not saying anything about the fear of death. The fear of death is generated, yeah? But let's see if there's an owner of that. Because the owning of it changes everything. See? Just like there's money, yeah? We're not saying anything about money, and then if I put my in front of it, it changes the meaning. Because money, I would like all of us to have tons of it, but if I put mine in front of it, I don't want you to have any of mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah? So, yes, that sense of you is a huge meaning giver, a huge influence in everything here. Why not look at that? Forget about the topic, the fear of death. Let's look at who has it. That's where the value lies. The fear of death, fucking, you can have fucking symposiums for months. Let's go to, well, who is it that has the fear of death? It doesn't mean, I'm not trying to get out of any fear of death. I'm just, I'm just looking at who thinks it's in the fear of death. Maybe it's not me. If it ain't me, I'll lose interest in it. Seriously. You have the experience here. We used to use the, the example of a pretty woman I saw going to the other room holding a meeting. And, you know, my head runs away with it. You know, I'm going to have babies with her. I haven't even talked to her. But... So I'm keen on hearing what she says, because I'm hoping she says, I really like that guy who's running the meeting in the other room, Paul, because I'm not going to take a chance and get rejected. I'm going to want the bed hedged, you know? So I'm, and so I'm supposed to be doing a talk, and people are realizing Paul doesn't seem to be into it today, whatever. And so they, they say, hey, Paul, you're here, whatever. But my attention and interest, or the attention is much more interested in her, because she's going to be my lifelong love, you know, fucking person who's never going to get it anyway. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of meaning going there. And so someone comes and throws a book on the table, and I just look at the title, How to Lose Interest in a Conversation in Another Room. I read it. <laughs> I say, yeah, yeah, but I can't seem to do it because there's an assumption I have control over the attention, which I don't. Yeah. And so finally, I hear the lady say something, and I'm really keen. I take a pause, looking like I'm, you know, connecting to the mothership, and I'm really just, all right, everyone, take a deep breath, I want to hear her, and she says, I really like that guy, Matt, my name's Paul, so what happens, I lose interest completely in the conversation, because it's not about me. The same thing here, this is, it's, you have example of it completely, you lose interest 
in the me that you're not, you lose interest in it. That's all. You don't have to be vigilant or something like that. You don't have to have like a security system waiting you. Where is it? Prowling? <laughs> you lose interest in it because it's not you. That's all. It's not that it's getting better or anything. It's just not you. And maybe what you are, because that you that's so affected by circumstances and situations that you've got to be on the alert all the fucking time is provoking a lot of stress and dis-ease and irritability and restlessness and seeking and driving and managing and trying to control. If you really rested on something that's reliable, you're, you would be expressing different behavior during the day. You really would. You would you, your pursuit of happiness, if you were content and satisfied, you know, would be like a walk. You wouldn't be pursuing it that heavily because you ha you're content and satisfied. <laughs> so you're freed from a lot of the drives that this is put under by being you, by being pitched as you and only you. It's a lot of fucking responsibility and drive is being expressed as this. You know, you can... And you can't take your foot off the gas as the foot, you know, so, but there, something can get take the foot off the gas, yeah, and then you can smell the roses and you're able to, in, in, you know, really, really enjoy here, yeah, yeah. I can't, you would, it would take years to write a poem of all the lovely expressions you'll observe. Other people have done it, you know, but this message is on to something. I truly believe the only thing that could fool reality is reality. We are reality, yeah? And reality is obscuring itself from itself through this dreaming of being bodies and things, yeah? And thank God it knew better by giving it just 80 years or 90 years. You can't go back that far, yeah? I mean, how much are you gonna build to have it collapse? <laughs> Makes no sense after a while, you know? I mean, my muscle mass and then you're 70, it's all droops, you know what I mean? Eight. It's just like, it's like you're really working hard on something that's not going to last. You might as well just, Rest assured that you're not gonna be okay, you are inherently okay. Yeah, the going to be or not is up in the air, but I am okay. <laughs> Let's start there. And uh, I am what I've been looking for. So I realize, hey, I don't waste any time looking for what can't be found. I just don't. I've, I've learned. I listened, and I have the ability to be convinced. St. <clears throat> Francis convinced me, Ramana convinced me, Nizagadara convinced me, Huang Po convinced me, yeah. My own life convinced me of many things. And uh, then there's a leap, and a new basis gets formed. You see the futility of attempting to use you to find you just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna work. I don't think it ever did work. It's just a failed mechanism. So let's just uh, recognize it. There's a whole lot of space around it. There is. Yeah. If you're like this and it's failed, it's unbelievable. But let's say you're like huge and this is failed. It's, fuck, what? You know what I mean? This failed and you're in, totally in it. It's unbelievable it's failed. But if, if you recognize it's failed and tons of space around it, you know, whatever, acceptance. You know what I mean? You realize this idea that everything was going to be a romp in the fucking forest or whatever. It isn't the case here. Yeah, things are playing themselves out. Deep went mental mood, uh, winds and grooves are expressing themselves. People, but when I see greed, I don't think any person's greedy. I think greed is using the person to express. I do. Envy uses people to express. We're incredible expressions. Of maybe a lot of qualities you may not like. You know? But 
we're expressing like crazy. But I wouldn't say, just like I run into this in alcoholism, alcoholism, yeah. You know? So when, let's say, well, let's say if you get super, if the super, if a lot of anger comes up, and your narrative is that you got angry, that doesn't hold water. Angry got you, really. Didn't it? Anger was you at the moment. Addiction was me. I was never an addict. Addiction was me. Yeah? The narrative will keep trying to put itself as before it, but basically, if I put cocaine into my blood system, I was apt to do almost anything. Anything. There was no will, there was no fucking conditioning, there was no principles, it was just fucking full-on, rabid addiction, you know? More, 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 more. Now, suddenly for 31 years, I haven't demonstrated any of that. Yeah? Something had me, expressed through me. Something doesn't have me, something else does, expresses through me. That's what. There's no, there's no one at home. This would be more like an inn, you know? Different masters are living through it, and right now, I think we're in good hands. Yeah? I do. If I start drinking and using and I have addiction, I'm going to be fucking arrested by today at 6 o'clock, if I'm lucky. Doesn't matter how many years of practice, fucking put the cocaine in me, I'll be a rabid dog probably an hour or two. Would I be the rabid dog? No. But the action figure, this is what surprises people. If you believe you woke up, are you still going to take insulin if you're a diabetic? Of course you are. The body has diabetes. This doesn't wake up. This, does, this isn't like the embodiment of nothingness. It's going to have its little qualities. Just like a great master, Nizagadada, would say, hey, you know, they, people would bitch about him smoking all the time. He'd say, hey, fucking throw a bone to the body, man. <laughs> it likes nicotine. Will you get off my fucking back? <laughs> it's not me anyway. <laughs> what, has he got to take everything away? Some fucking purist view. The body's the body. Render unto it what is necessary. Yeah? Yeah. So, that's it. I'm going on. Opinions will start coming. I have plenty of those. So, no more questions? Just ask who is it that's a fear. See, the fear of dying, everyone seems to have it, yes? So just ask who has it. You're not having any opinion of changing or not changing the fear of dying. Just ask who is it that's prefaced before it. That's the question, yeah? Because that's the meaning that's going to the fear of dying is being amplified that it's you that may die. Yeah, it is. The idea of you amplifies a lot of shit. So when a meaning starts coming through to go to, let's say, a thought, and it goes through the trumpet of my, it gets a lot louder. The thought, when it's held, is my thought, yeah? To the point where I can see the same thought as yours and not be affected by it, but the same thought held as mine could ruin my day. So is it the thought that ruined my day? It facilitated it, but it wasn't the thought, it was the owning of the thought. That's what I'm interested in, is uh, are you the thinker? You know, are you the feeler? Are you the doer? Are you the seer? Are you the hearer? Are you the taster? Are you the toucher? I'm not saying you are or you're not. Why not? Check it out. Yeah? If all of us are based on seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, I would say we start at seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, not as Paul seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, because if there's the same seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, but with different names put in front of it, I would discard this, the infinite amount of names that can be claiming to be the seeing, hearing, feeling, and see the basis is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The consciousness that's doing that, that is what we are, in a sense, truly, yeah? The names given it are a fucking add-on, yeah? It's like the car's built, the engine's revved up, it has gas, and then the emblem's put on. 
at the end, and then you think the emblem's doing the whole fucking thing. Yeah? I'm a Ford. I'm Paul. Yeah, so see it. Same thing. Something's aware through you. I would, how is it distinctly different than what's aware through this? Come on. Yeah. And then what occurs here, it's so insane. We live based on the premise of separation, and then we want to have unity. It's fucking insane. We want unity, but prefaced on that we're separate and complete. It's just insane. It's, you listen to everything. Everybody's trying to patch up that which can't be patched up. They're trying to blend that won't, that doesn't want to be blended. They're trying to unite with that is just crying to be seen as separate. It's just fucking, it's like sip pushing that fucking stone or synthesis, whatever, up the hill all day. Let's get to the point. Are we that which is separate? If we're not, then we won't fucking look for union. We won't. We'll see the separation as an appearance and not lose it based on what we are. Yeah? Yeah. So, have to, we'll have to edit that out. All right, well, that's it. Let's go. Pass the basket. As I get older, it'll be like you'll be listening to me for hours. Let me tell you. Yeah.